0: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. If you decide to
1: drive a car in the lower main, mainland of B.C., you're going to be paying hefty to do so. Apparently, on the weekend, the gas prices spiked at $1. seventy-two regular unleaded. So the question, then, is whether or not we might be facing the same as we switch over to summer gas now here in the GTA. Let's find out. Dan McTague has joined us on the line, Senior Petroleum Analyst with GasBuddy.com. Dan, how are you doing this afternoon?
0: I'm fine, John. A lot of, uh, lot of inquiries on the West Coast, not just Vancouver, but all the way down to California. So a lot of people are very concerned as uh, to how prices got uh, out of control so quickly, but uh, there's a big story behind that as well.
1: All right. Well, we got time. Tell us what's the big story. How did, how did it get out of control so quickly?
0: look vancouver relies on the united states and the Trans Mountain pipeline for two-thirds of its gasoline uh, the other third comes from a small refinery in burnaby and down near downtown vancouver uh, where most of its oil also comes down from the Trans Mountain pipeline we've heard this uh, famous pipeline in the news it's really the lifeline of uh, transportation fuels for for bc now the americans uh in washington state who supply about a third of the gasoline for vancouver have been running through uh, planned maintenance, so they've been reducing the amount of production, and of course, uh, told uh, Vancouver folks, "Hey, you're gonna have to look elsewhere to get your gasoline." Well, normally they would look and you know increase the flow on the Trans Mountain Pipeline, but it's oversubscribed; it's uh, it's, it's chock full. They're sending oil and diesel and everything else down there, and uh, for the past uh, five, six years, everyone has been warning those in Vancouver and uh, the political muckymucks that. You can't keep, uh, you know, uh, looking elsewhere to find your gasoline. The solution is expand that pipeline, not just in terms of oil, but also send down gasoline, which a lot of people are unfamiliar with, including, ironically, the premier, who didn't know until uh, I engaged him in a debate uh, last year with the radio station in NL, I think, in Kamloops, and uh, he realized that uh, maybe it wasn't such a bright thing to at least, you know, plug that uh, refinery uh, rather that pipeline and prevent it from being built. Nevertheless. Uh, it looks like Vancouver's got itself in a bit of a pickle and gasoline prices have now hit $1.72.9. Prices had hit an all-time high, had hit the North American high, and historically no city uh, using the U.S. equivalent of gallons to, uh, to currency, et cetera, had ever seen uh, more than uh, $1.65 as a leader. So they're in uncharted territory. They're likely to stay there for a day or two before things start to come back down, but it does really speak to the problems that uh, Vancouver is having. And uh, opposition to pipelines is costing them dearly.
1: Again, Dan McTagg with GasBuddy.com on the price of gasoline in the Lower Mainland, all along the West Coast, for that matter, as he was saying. But uh, buck seventy-two point nine. So (laughs) that's you know, I mean, look, uh, and this is even before Jason Kenny's decided to turn off the tap, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. listen if that happens you might as well just take a skateboard and a bike which a lot of people are saying would be a great thing you guys i i am absolutely shocked at the number of people out there i think uh all from salt spring island no offense to the people there but who think that uh you know these things just happen and uh you know we can all walk to uh, 300 miles to work or we can all do things without uh you know but buying a brand new ev uh, i told them that the price of teslas uh can be as high as, high as 150 160,000 bucks and not all of us have that kind of spare change sitting around, So, but it's, it's incredible. Uh, some people are saying it's not high enough and the government there, uh, by the way, BC, uh, Vancouver in particular, while Ontario has a tax, again, thanks to the federal uh, government imposing the 5 cent a litre tax, uh, carbon brings us to about 42 cents a litre and people are pretty upset with that. In Vancouver, it's 52.6 cents a litre. All the taxes combined, including a big fat uh, 17 cents uh, that goes to their TransLink, their uh, their transit system there. So, uh, of course, their carbon tax is much more expensive as well. But, uh, yeah, they're high taxes, uh, they uh, oppose pipelines, and now they're left uh, holding the bag. And Kenny hasn't even proposed to uh, put in place his Bill 12. He's not government yet, uh, and we're already uh, within striking range of $2 a liter.
1: I think that's instructive, though, that Premier Horgan, he's the out-of-the-loop guy, did not know that they were getting some of their supply from Alberta.
0: Yeah, I mean, he may have known that that uh, was the case somehow, some way, somewhere, but uh, he was completely oblivious to the pipeline that he and his government are spending millions of dollars of taxpayers' money on opposing. Wasn't just about bringing five hundred thousand barrels of oil down uh, and uh, to be shipped to the United States and other destinations. Um, he was completely oblivious to the fact that the existing pipeline, which by the way brings in crude one day, oil, uh, you know, lighter oil the next day, uh, might be gasoline the day after that. And supplies the entire interior of the BC uh, as well as uh, Vancouver. That that pipeline was to be expanded by fifty thousand barrels a day. Now, just put this in perspective: uh, fifty thousand barrels a day would be like building another of their existing refineries there uh, at a price that is about twenty cents a liter cheaper because it comes from Edmonton, where gasoline is much cheaper ex-tax. And still, he was not aware, and he denied uh, that that was the uh, part of the reason the existing. Trans Mountain Pipeline would uh, would would be uh, would be used for, and so if uh, you can't convince the premier and he's willing to uh, you know uh, obstinately stand up for the three seats that are the Green Party that hold him in power, uh, then uh, it's a lost cause. But I think most people who are driving and seeing these prices, uh, who haven't uh, given leave of their uh, their mind, are now uh, clearly uh, uh, upset and uh, are doing one of two things: either preparing for the next provincial election, or better yet, driving to. 15 minutes across the border to buy gasoline, which is, wait for it, almost 50 cents a liter less in Blaine, Washington, and Bellingham.
1: Well, that's a liter, 50 cents a liter less. Wow. Again, with Dan McTague with Gas Buddy. Uh, Just a quick aside then, I mean, we've (laughs) dealt with Horgan and his petulance. How about, how do we account for Legault in Quebec and the fact that, you know, uh, he doesn't want anything to do with Energy East? Uh, What are they, dining out on the Irving oil refinery, bringing in uh, shipments from Saudi Arabia? (laughs)
0: I don't know, but I know that the number nine, the line nine in bridge, which he's referred to, actually has its origin in Alberta. And it wasn't that long ago. I was a much younger lad uh, living in Scarberia when uh, I lived uh, through the period of time when Peter Law, he did cut back some of the oil going to our Sarnia refineries. If Kenny decides to make this an east-west thing, uh, damn the torpedoes! We have nothing to lose, and uh, Mr. Legault may find himself having to bring a heck of a lot more ships from uh, uh, less credible countries that have a wonderful human rights and environmental record uh, to supply his uh, two or three two refineries he has. One in Lévis, in uh, in uh, Quebec, and the other one, of course, the big petrocan plant in uh, in uh, East Montreal. Uh, so, you know, this uh, this uh, is likely to get very interesting in the next little while, because I think the pendulum has shifted. Uh, provinces have rejected carbon taxes. His province, Alberta, our province last year. And despite the elites and the naysayers and those out there tut-tutting people because somehow carbon taxes are good for changing weather, uh, you know, most Canadians are not uh, not on board with this kind of stuff, especially when it comes to the implications. It does nothing for the environment, does nothing to change the environment. At the end of the day, uh, it leaves people with a lot less money, despite the federal government's sort of shell game of, uh, here, here's 300 bucks, and uh, don't mind when grocery prices go through the roof or your neighbor tends to lose their job because their company's moved to the United States uh, with something we call carbon leakage.
1: Wow, Dan, you once sat as a liberal, too. It's almost like you're a heretic now within the party. I,
0: mean- I live this uh this ordeal in 2008 i thought it was nonsense back when we tried to push the green shift i haven't changed my mind and those who were the alarmists back then uh seem to be uh well they're wrong uh, they said in 10 years we'd we'd see tropical plants uh, growing here in uh, in toronto last time i looked out the window here it's uh, still pretty cold for april
1: by the way uh how do we square a tanker ban on the west coast uh but not on the east
0: coast no, it's called hypocrisy. Um, it's you know it's trying to be cute and provide social license and do all sorts of wonderful things. Saying Quebec social agreement and uh, Alberta used to be called social license. I think people have had enough. Um, uh, if other countries are not prepared to do this, there's no way we can inflict this kind of damage on ourselves uh, while at the same time trying to be too cute by half and not suggesting that this is doing untold damage to the economy. I did an interview uh, with uh, one of the stations in uh, Vancouver uh, just before this and reminded people that uh, this time last year, 128 pennies bought you a US dollar, today it's 134. That uh, is important because we price every single commodity we have in this country, it doesn't matter where you are in the country, based on uh, our currency. Uh, on gasoline alone, you've lost five cents a liter in purchasing power. Imagine what that's done for groceries and for pretty much everything else that we take for granted. So folks, keep blocking pipelines. Our number one export does not get to market. We have no investments. We've lost 140,000 jobs at west. Uh, and we are likely to see a decline in the uh, in the overall ability for governments to uh, manage their finances, uh, especially when it comes to debts and deficits, because we're not raising uh, revenue in this country. We're letting everyone else uh, sell us their wonderful products, including Eastern in Canada, which is forced to bring in uh, foreign oil from places like Saudi Arabia. This is having an effect on your bottom line. And I'm not talking about people in the Maritimes or people out west I'm talking about people here in Toronto.
1: Well, and the delay of the Trans Mountain now for another month or a month and change—that was announced just the other day too by the Liberals. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cynical yeah, stuff, isn't it? Listen, Dan, I got to ask you finally, though, if gas prices—and I—I know you told us in the winter yeah. months that when we switch over—and you did uh, also give us a, a sense that by late April it was going to be a, about a buck thirty a liter. You're spot on as far as that's concerned. So, uh, forecast for the summer—are we going higher, lower, about the same?
0: We'll go a little higher, John, likely to the 140. It would have been 145, but gas stations here in Toronto and throughout Western Ontario and central Ontario moved towards uh, reducing their retail margins by 5.5 cents a litre. So those big differences you see of 12 cents a litre in a given town, they're over. It's amazing. It's a, uh, quite a, a thing for gas stations who have done. It means that uh, my 145 target is now the 140 target because uh, that's a 5-cent gift that no one thinks uh, may not have thought they had.
1: All right. Well, it's still going to be about a, a dime heavier than what we are uh, experiencing today.
0: Correct. Appreciate yeah, it. As, next week will be the big uh, factor when Iranian oil gets uh, completely sanctioned. That will be a big deal on the oil side, likely to send prices up sooner than uh, the May 2-4 weekend. That's right.
1: Uh, Trump uh, did bring the hammer down. Dan, appreciate it as always. Uh, we'll stay My in pleasure. touch. You got it. Thanks, John. Yep. Dan McTagg, Senior Petroleum Analyst with GasBuddy.com.